Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up, folks? JD here. Hope everyone's doing good. I'm chilling to start the week. Hope y'all are, too. Let's get right into the NBA playoffs. We talk about it week to week, and it keeps getting better. Phoenix, up 3-1 in the series. On the LA Clippers, of course, no Kawhi Leonard. Game 5 tips off tonight. As we all know, we record Monday afternoon. It tips Monday night. We'll see the result. They won a low-scoring game in Game 4, Phoenix. And they did it on the road. They were in Los Angeles, final score 84-80, to an old-school basketball game, defense both sides of the ball. I loved what I saw. Devin Booker with 25, Paul George with 23 on the other side. I'm loving how Devin Booker is playing, and I wanted to start the episode this way because we are in a league where the three-point shot is so popular. Coaches around the league, they feel that threes win games. They think it's three and D. But Devin Booker is sticking to his script, playing like Kobe Bryant, playing like Michael Jordan, not forgetting about that mid-range jumper. And I think that's so important because Booker is so good going left and going right, and he pulls up, and man, that jump shot is perfect form. Devin Booker, wow, I'm impressed night in and night out. His ability to rise up and make a shot, and knock it down anywhere on the floor. He's a great player. He's talented. He makes his teammates better. Chris Paul, of course, chasing that first championship. He had a hell of a career so far playing well this postseason as well. Just really important for the Suns to show what they're truly made of. Diving into Chris Paul, also someone who loves the high pick and roll, likes to pull up for a J, likes to dish it for a lob or dish it for a three ball. He makes the high basketball IQ play. There's a lot to be said there. And DeAndre Ayton playing fantastic. In game four, guys, he had 22 boards and 19 points. Efficient from the field as always. And he's an old school big in the league today where bigs are trying to stretch the floor. I agree more with DeAndre Ayton how he plays than any big that stretches the floor. Big should rebound. Big should finish around the cup. You don't want all five guys standing around the perimeter. Transitioning over, that's what Brooke Lopez does for Milwaukee. And his minutes are down against the Atlanta Hawks here in the Eastern Conference Final. Milwaukee, they're up 2-1 in the series. They lost game one. Trey Young went absolutely bananas. But... The Bucks knew what to do in games two and three, guys. And Sunday night was special. It was a special night for Chris Middleton, one of my favorite players in the league. Someone who can shoot off the ball, come off a screen. He can shoot with the ball, make a move towards the hole and pull up. And he can also step into his three. Someone who rises to the occasion. Someone who has big games, whether it's on the road or at home, folks. Chris Middleton had 38. And may I repeat... 38 points in game three, 15 for 26 from the field, absolutely knocked down, and he also had 11 boards. I love when the one, two, three positions get boards. That's what it's all about. He matched Clint Capella on the other side, who's a center with the same amount of boards, 11. And Giannis is just dominant in this series. No one on Atlanta can guard him. No one in the league can guard him when he's going right at you with the ball, 100 miles an hour. You ain't stopping him. He played 41 minutes in game three, and he had 33 points and 11 boards. Him and Middleton had the same amount of boards. 
I like how those two guys played because Drew Holiday, their number three, did not have a good game, folks. He was 2 for 11 from the field, 0 for 3 from beyond the perimeter, only six points in the outing. And uh, he's got to be better in the NBA Finals. That's okay for this series. I think Bucks are going to have no problem. I don't think Atlanta wins another game. I say Bucks in five. And I like the guys off the bench contributing. Bobby Portis played outstanding in game three. Seven for 12 from the field with 15. And Pat Connaughton, his minutes are up, 32 minutes. He had five points, but eight boards. And that's huge. You know, guys off the bench that can rebound and run in transition. That's a thing of beauty, folks. A thing of beauty. And I wanted to do a little preview here because we know Clippers Suns series is going to finish soon. We know Bucks Atlanta is going to finish soon. If you ask me, it's going to be Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA championship. I've been doing pretty good on predictions so far this postseason. I'm going to tell you who's going to win it all and why. I got the Milwaukee Bucks winning the whole thing. Giannis Antetokounmpo will get his first NBA championship to go along with his two league MVPs to really staple his name in NBA history, and I love it. The Phoenix Suns, again, great team. I had them in previous episodes winning the whole thing, but the Bucks seem to... Chris Middleton is stepping his game up to another level. P.J. Tucker is defending at another level. Bobby Portis coming off the bench at an all-time level. It's going to be a long series. I have the Bucks in seven games against the Phoenix Suns for the World Championship. Chris Paul, Devin Booker. I know Chris really wants that ring. I do not have him getting it, but I'll be honest, I'm very happy for Chris. He will reach his first NBA Finals appearance. That's wonderful. I think getting there is good enough. Winning it is icing on the cake, but I'm happy for Chris to be able to get there. They will have to play a lot better against Milwaukee to give themselves a chance in this series. I say that because they are playing the Clippers as we speak without Kawhi Leonard. Think about it, folks. They're playing the Clips without their best player. Paul George has to carry way too much of a load, and we know Paul George is a star, not a superstar. I emphasize that week to week, and I mean it. Missing clutch free throws down the stretch, missing open threes down the stretch. Paul George is not a player I want on my team. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's even okay. He's a great player, but he's not an all-star, all-NBA player. There's a difference, folks. And I think Kawhi and PG will not win a title together. I think one of them should be on the move. I think you pair one of the two with a big, and uh, good things will happen. Good things really will happen if you do that. Clips getting this far is big time. You know, they finished off the Utah Jazz without Kawhi Leonard. That's something to be said. But I have them going home. And just really, really happy for the style of play for both teams that I think will come out of their respective series. Giannis is not settling. He occasionally settles for threes, settles for open jumpers. Take it to the hole. I loved watching him Sunday night. Spin move, get to the rim, attack the rim with force, finish through contact. That is his game. That's what takes the Milwaukee Bucks to the next level. If you settle and Giannis is shooting threes and mid-range jumpers the whole game, the other team would be like, you guys let me off the hook. Because the other team, they know if Giannis is taking it to the hoop all game, it's not going to be good news for them. So uh, Milwaukee, they're teaching Giannis. Giannis is still young. He's not a stubborn player. He knows there's room for growth, room for improvement. His free throw shooting must improve. It's getting a little better this series than last, but he's taking a long time at the free throw line. Not many great free throw shooters take 10 or more seconds. Sometimes they let him off the hook and then put it up for the free throw. Two dribbles, put it up. 
You know, we see how Trey Young shoots free throws. We see how Steph Curry does. We see how Kevin Durant does. Routine, quick, efficient, right over the front of that rim. If you miss back iron on a free throw, that's not what great shooters do. So uh, we know Milwaukee is in good hands. Phoenix is in good hands. A little finals preview of matchups. I'm very interested. And this is why I have the Bucks in the series, guys. The Suns are very small. Very small. You know, they start Bridges and Jay Crowder, and it leaves room for DeAndre Ayton being the only big guy. And Ayton can't guard Giannis. We all know that. He's too slow. He's too slow, and he'll foul out. So if you're Monty Williams, they have to make some lineup adjustments, I feel, to take them to the next level because Giannis is tough to guard. Chris Middleton's tough to guard. And we know Drew Holiday is. I'm excited to see Drew Holiday and Chris Paul. I think that's going to be closer to a wash. Two great players. I'm excited to see Middleton against Devin Booker. That's going to be nearly a wash. But I think what's going to take them over the edge is Giannis. There's no one to guard him. What are you going to put bridges on him? What are you going to put Jay Crowder on him? You're going to put Aiton on them for a little. It's not going to go well. The guard play, they match up with the best of them. I think Devin has a great series in the NBA Finals. And I think Chris Paul is going to play well. Chris Paul shines in big moments. Uh, we know he makes those around him better. We know that DeAndre Ayton recently said, DA said that Chris Paul has been the best thing that's ever happened to his career, playing with Chris, learning under Chris. That's just huge. I thought originally, folks, that the Bucks missing DiVincenzo, him being out for the year, would hurt them a little bit. They're just fine without him. They know Connaughton's going to get a few more minutes than he normally does. Portis is playing more minutes now. Brooke Lopez's minutes are down. I think he's struggling on defense. He keeps backing up. He's not contesting shooters on any screens or floaters. He's waiting around the rim. I don't love it. And he's settling too much from the outside on offense. You're over seven feet. Play around the rim. Finish strong. Catch lobs. Offensive boards. That's what you should be doing, Brooke. If Brooke's going to play the way he's been playing, I think his minutes are going to be down to finish the Eastern Conference Finals. I think his minutes are going to be down in the NBA Finals. But that's all right. He's a team guy. He knows Coach Bud will play the best players at hand. So a little finals matchup talk there. We also have some exciting news on the Stanley Cup final. Of course, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Shout out my cousin who lives in Tampa Bay. A huge Lightning fan, Austin Anthony. Congrats to your team. Uh, you did beat my Islanders in seven, but uh, I am a little salty. So I'm going to move on with that. They play the Montreal Canadiens. It's going to be a tight series. Some people didn't have the Canadiens getting here. They had the Vegas Golden Knights. But I think it's going to be a good series. I think it's all going to come down to Stamkos and, you know, just being their leader and taking them to that next level. Tampa was 36-17-3 on the year. The Montreal Canadiens were 24-21-11. Both teams that can get it done. Both teams that... One in and out of conference games. I have a long series here for the NHL final. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a lot of goals in this series. You know, you got big time offensive threats, good first and second lines. I'm really pumped. And uh, NHL and NBA coming to an end. I get a little sad this time of year, but I know baseball is going to pick up for us. I know football is right around the corner, and I cannot wait for pro in college. Just to talk a little bit about the MLB and how it's going, um, the Yanks are still not doing well. Five and five in the last ten. They just got swept by the Boston Red Sox, lost three straight. They're six and a half games out of first place. You know, injuries have been stacking up. Guys are not playing at an all-time level. Chapman is struggling. It's really been frustrating. And yeah, I really think the Yanks are in trouble. I hope the Yanks can make a push. 
finish at the top with Boston and Tampa. Boston and Tampa are within half a game. One Boston, two Tampa. Even the Blue Jays are ahead of the Yanks. Unacceptable. I know Vlad Guerrero Jr. is absolutely balling, but the Yanks are more well-rounded than the Blue Jays. They got to live up to the hype. I mean, the Yanks, if they keep struggling, I don't think Aaron Boone is going to be the manager next year. So uh, Yanks should step it up, maybe some lineup adjustments. Guys who aren't hitting well should be taking a game or two off. We keep playing Brett Gardner just because he's a good guy and a good leader. That's not how I do things. I play the best players available. Aaron Boone, no more buddy-buddy. You play the best guys. You pitch the best guys. I mean, even Garrett Cole struggled this weekend, and that's, that's shocking. Letting up that many runs in the first inning. Devers went deep. Yanks got a lot to clean up. The Mets in the, in the NL East are in first place, guys. They are outplaying the Yankees. They are the team of New York as it stands. Mets are 40 and 33. Yanks are 40 and 37. A lot to be said there. I think MLB, I were in pretty good hands. No one likes to see the Astros do well, but they're killing it. 48 and 30. 8 and 2 in the last 10. And their offense is just rolling. Scoring a lot of runs a game. Altuve's balling. Correa. We know what Michael Brantley can do. Yuri Gurriel. We know what these guys can do. They step up when it matters most. And uh, MLB, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to pick up post-All-Star break. And uh, we'll see what teams are really made of come the second half of the season. Wrapping up here today, NHL Stanley Cup getting off to the races on Monday night. NBA, they're wrapping up their conference finals. Love talking to you guys. Everyone enjoy their 4th of July. Get the steak on the barbecue, ribs, everything else. You'll hear from me next week. J.D. out. Yeah.